welcome to BYOB, the Be Your Own Boss podcast, inspiring you to be the CEO of your life. This is Ellie. And this is Rianne. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, grab a beverage and tune in to BYOB because you don't need a business to be your own boss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of BYOB, the Be Your Own Boss podcast. If you are new here, welcome. We're so happy to have you with us. My name is Rianne, and I've got Elliot on the other end. Say hi, Ellie. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. We're so excited to be chatting with you today in the week of Valentine's Day. It's actually Valentine's Day today for us. Let's go. I am today. I felt like all of the love. I went into the office today and we had all of the different like little decorations and festivities. Our office admin, she is the best. Shout out to Marissa if you're listening to this. She brought us these little cute bottles of champagne and she like put them by our desk and she's like, thank cheers for cheers to all that you do. And it was adorable and one of our other coworkers who used to be a baker, she made homemade mm. macaroons and they were so, so good. So feeling all of the love today, feeling all of the good energy. So it's just been really fun. Yeah, that is so fun. I love that, that you guys celebrated. Today has been a day full of love. I unfortunately am feeling under the weather. So for me, that was being in bed drinking tea. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, such a fun day. I love I love the vibes of Valentine's Day. I think whether it be love of like family, friends, your partner, yourself, it's just so fun to feel all the love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, wherever you are today, I hope you are celebrating or feeling, giving that love to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Ellie, I'm sending love to you. I hope you feel so much better. Um, I know Thank we are you. both away from our significant others right now. Malik is currently... Um, about two weeks out from the end of his operation. So 13 so days. Close. So close. Not counting or anything. Um, <laughs> but yes, he he's so sweet. I did feel the love when I got home. There was a bouquet of flowers sitting on my desk in my room with a little balloon mm. that said Happy Valentine's Day. And the bouquet was a puppy. Like it, it was like a little puppy. And I was like, oh my gosh. Cute. <laughs> I cried. I, I shed a couple of tears. Oh, so sweet. That's boy. so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. Jake <laughs> sent flowers today and I definitely shed some tears too. It's, mm. That was very sweet. Especially it- I want to send him something, but he lives in this tiny town that really has a <laughs> restaurant. So I'm like, I don't know what I can send you down there, Jake. But yeah, it's very sweet. You'll celebrate together, right? Yes. One, once you yes. have time, you'll celebrate together. Yes, definitely. But oh, yeah, we're so it. excited to be spending Valentine's Day evening chatting tonight. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so what beverage are you drinking? Yes, tonight, my Valentine's Day beverage is this cute little pink rosé that Marissa brought to the office, like I mentioned. I didn't drink it in the office, so I brought it home and now I poured it in a wine glass. Now we're having it for our little bevy. So thank you, Marissa. Cheers. How about you, Ellie? You, I love a good rosé. Um, tonight, I really wanted to have some wine, but I thought, you know, since I'm feeling under the weather, I should not be having alcohol. So I'm drinking a strawberry sparkling water. Ooh, yum. Yes. She's showing me right now and it, it's like clear. It just looks yeah. like straight up water. I don't even know if you can see the bubbles, but yes, I'm drinking some strawberry sparkling water 
it's nice. I've been drinking a lot of tea today. Yeah. Um, and I love a good warm beverage, but I just felt like I needed something a little crisp. So yeah. I'm drinking the Waterloo brand strawberry Ooh. sparkling water, and it is very good. Very good. I love strawberry flavored <laughs> things. How does it compare to our other sparkling waters like the Lacroix? I'm just kidding. Lacroix. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a great question. Maybe next, maybe in a future episode, we need to do a sparkling water. Oh my water gosh. Comparison uh, well, like I don't we did like with... sparkling water. Oh, never do mind. Do you think I'm going to like that one? Well, what do you not like about sparkling water? Because is it the carbonation? Is it the flavor? Is it the... It's the fact that I feel like I'm licking a scratch and sniff and like barely getting the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, well then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i do like i will say i personally think that this sparkling water the waterloo sparkling water is more favor flavorful than okay. Lacroix. yeah so maybe you'd like it it kind of reminds me honestly of like a like a white claw or truly like it's that flavored mm. so it's not a subtle it's not a subtle flavor it's pretty full on Okay. Um, very carbonated, you know, which sometimes I'm like, uh, don't always love super carbonated beverages, but yeah, yeah I think maybe you'd like this one because it does have more flavor than a scratch and sniff. Okay. Okay. I, yes, I will have to try it, but good to know. But, lots of, lots of good beverages throughout the day. Yeah. And if you're new here, if you're wondering why we're talking, spending time talking about beverages, it's just a fun thing that we do because BYOB on our side stands for be your, be your own boss. But the people know the acronym as bring your own beverage. So we yes. just always like to share something new that we've tried. And it's just a fun mm-hmm. little icebreaker intro. But yes. another thing that we like to do is talk about something that has elevated our lives by bringing you a tip trick thing. So, Ellie, do you have a tip trick thing for the week? Yes, I do have a tip trick thing. I had a lot of ideas, mm-hmm. but I've narrowed it down because this week, actually yesterday, I just got a shipment of this thing and I'm so dang excited. Ooh, but what'd you get? So, my thing this week is primarily yours. Citrus and vanilla deodorant. Ooh. Have you heard of Primally Pure? I've heard you talk about it, but I haven't checked them out myself. What are, what are okay. they? Okay. So Primally Pure is like a clean beauty brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have like a skincare line and a home line. So essential oils, candles, I think. Um, skincare, lotions, body butters, things like that. And I have been on the hunt for a good clean deodorant, like aluminum free, paraben free, mm. fragrance free, all of that stuff for a long time. And this is by far my favorite deodorant. Ooh. And they have a whole bunch of different like scents and they're all scented naturally. So not with fragrance, but with like essential oils. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it so much. It smells so good. It smells like an orange dreamsicle. Ooh. And I love it. So I ran out. This is my third time getting it. And oh, wow. I just got my shipment yesterday. Yeah. So it's one of those products where it's like I've tried it enough that it's now my holy grail yeah. product. 
So, so that's obviously thing so, this week. Okay. So obviously it works because if you bought it three times already, that's awesome. I know that when you're transitioning from a aluminum, I don't know, what do you call it? Aluminum included deodorant, regular deodorant to an aluminum free yeah. deodorant. That process can be a little rough. How was oh, it for yeah. you? It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like starting this journey back in July when we were back for Aquatennial week mm-hmm. and Rianne and I in our episode one we kind of talk about what the Aquatennial ambassador program is and that we were both um Volunteers. volunteering mm-hmm. and we were rooming together during the week and I remember the whole week I stunk and I was like Rianne probably thinks I am so stinky oh <laughs> this week. that's what that was no I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't notice it at all. Uh, I promise. I did not. Yeah, I will say it did take about like two to three weeks to feel like it was natural deodorants were working. And I feel like that's normal for your body to kind of go through a detox period. Mm -hmm. And now it works perfectly fine. But I did have a little bit of that transition period where I felt like, and we were also back in the humid Minnesota summer and running Mm -hmm. around all day. So it was rough. Yeah, we were like probably extra sweaty, but yeah, I remember going through that when we were rooming together and I'm like, oh no, this is terrible. (laughs) I didn't notice it at all. So that's good that it only took two to three weeks because I know sometimes it can take like a long, like months, two to three months to like detox. But I think that depends for everybody and how, you know, you know, just your body and stuff. Mm -hmm. And luckily working from home, I'm like, I really don't. I'm not in the general public. Like I'm not not in the office every day. So I feel like it made that transition easier for me. And I mean, it still was kind of annoying, but so worth it. So Mm. worth it. So anyway, that is my thing. Clean deodorant. Yes. What is your tip trick thing this week? Mine is also a personal care item and I, it has recently come to my discovery and I'm so happy that it has. So This is for all of the people, not just including the girlies. This is for everybody who likes to take care of their undercarriage area, aka like bikini line. And this is for if you shave. If you don't, that's totally fine. No judgment. But I am personally a person that likes to shave Mm -hmm. down there, keeping it clean, especially for it's always warm in San Diego. So it's like you never know if you want to go to the beach or something. Mm -hmm. And I hate shaving because of the fact that like it hurts every time Mm -hmm. you get ingrown hairs you get bumps and if you're thinking like why are you talking about this this is gross um please it's valentine's day it's self-care week it is all of the good things and personal care shouldn't gross you out so check yourself if you're thinking about that and body (laughs) hair is normal body hair is normal so i'm i'm just trying to help all of the people that are that prefer to shave and if you don't then like i said that is fine but mm-hmm. I found this pan- Panasonic wet-dry razor. It is like a manscaper, but for the girlies. If we're going to genderize um, body care items, which mm-hmm. seems weird. But have you heard of the manscaper? You know, I've tried it. I've actually bought the manscaper. And it works, but it does not get like a nice, clean, close shave. And yeah. I just feel like for me personally, I liked a little bit more of that clean shave. And this thing, oh my gosh, when I tell you no razor bumps, 
and it's freaking amazing. I have never found anything like it. And I've tried all of the razors. I've tried all of the five blade razors. I've tried all the scrubs. I've tried all of the oils, mm -hmm. the whatever, the after treatments, nothing works. And it just gets so irritated and I do not like it. But this has worked really, really, really well for me. What I like about it is that it looks really intimidating. And yeah, I'm, I'm trying to Google it now to see what it looks like. It looks but... really intimidating. I should have had it with me, but it looks really intimidating. But it's honestly like really user friendly. You get it right close up against your skin and then it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't cut you or anything. So you can get all of the nooks and crannies if you prefer. But I love it because uh, you can use it dry, first of all. That's how I mm. use it. And um, it gets really close to your bikini line. It leaves you nice and smooth. And I found that when I shave, I I do it once and then I can't do it for like a week. I have to mm -hmm. like let the hair regrow and then I can shave again. But with this, since it doesn't ha have any cause any razor bumps, I can do it like daily if I needed to, to get that really close shave every day. And it's honestly perfection because I've never had anything like it. I don't have to like treat it anything afterwards. I don't have to like, you know, monitor it all the time. It's just that I have the <laughs> peace of mind. I have yes. the ease and it's honestly awesome. I got it at Target for I think $35. Okay. Worth every penny. Yeah. Honestly, like for the amount that I've spent on other razors, it's mm -hmm. it adds up. Like I said, I've tried the Manscaper. I've tried all of the things. It hasn't worked. Um, and so if you're, if you are wanting to try out something and nothing has worked for you, this is amazing. It changed wow. my life. What a saleswoman! Oh my oh gosh. my sold. gosh. But you know, I, you know, we're, this is not sponsored. I am not getting paid to say this. I recently discovered it on TikTok. Thank you. TikTok user Ooh, who put okay. me onto this. She literally started the, her TikTok with zero bumps. And I was like, I'm going to watch. I was like, I am going to listen. I will be influenced because I was like, oh, probably tried it before, but like, I'm going to hear you out. And oh my gosh, yes. she has changed my life. Wow. That is, I feel like a tip and a thing because I feel you in that, like, I mean, obviously I'm not in a beachy area. So summertime, I'm like, that is the most annoying thing about going to the beach, honestly, mm -hmm. is having to get suit ready in that regard as you said if you decide to do that where right. whatever you decide is beautiful mm -hmm. we are not body shaming any any choice no there is no but, room for that here yeah exactly but I love that I love that um idea I need to check that out because mm -hmm. it is it's hard great. It's, it is it's I got the finding four that works I got the four blade one I believe like it's okay it's like a purple color but anyway, mm -hmm. yeah, it works really I well. It. I love it. And a lot of people, I've thought about like going to get like waxes and stuff, but like that is painful. I've never done it, but it looks painful. And I've heard from other people that it's very yeah. painful and it's expensive. So it's like if you spend one time on this, like $35, $40, like you don't have to wax. Like it's so easy. It's so simple. And like I said, it doesn't hurt or mm -hmm. anything. Well, that's a great thing slash tip and I'm on target now and I see it and we will link it below as we always do we'll link it for you things. we yes. got you yes find it below in our show notes as we link everything but yeah that's a great one that is 
Awesome. I definitely need to check that out. Yeah. You'll have to text it does, me personally. And I will say it, it does look intimidating for sure. I see it does. Yes, <laughs> it does. And but when I took it out okay. of the box, I thought it didn't come with any instructions, but it actually did. But I just like full sent and went for it. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a little intimidated, but it was okay. I was like, okay, I got this. I got oh, this. And it looks like it charges in the wall. It does. Yeah. It comes with a charger. Um, And so not I don't batteries. know how long the charge lasts because I haven't had it for that long but for how for you know having it for just a couple of days like I said it's changed my life well that's great that's a great one uh, yes yeah, okay that's we'll, we'll, we'll stop talking about my razor now but I just <laughs> wanted to let you know because it is phenomenal it is amazing and like I said it is something that is self-care like personal care it's something that we all talk about, something that we all go through. So there's no need to be grossed out by it. And plus, mm -hmm. it is Valentine's week and today is Valentine's Day. And our episode today is all about surrounding yourself with good people and people who lift you up in your life. So if you have people that are like trying to put you down because of how you take care of your body, mm -mm, we don't got room for that here. No, we say bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah my bosses no just they're not they're a boss. not a boss of it yeah <laughs> but um yeah today's episode is an awesome one talking about like Rian said who we surround ourselves with and really finding that positive energy and that community to be able to let us grow and be our best selves mm -hmm. um just asking ourselves who is on our board mm -hmm. who are the people that we surround ourselves with that we want advice from energy from um and all the good things as we go through life and need advice and want to take action on things so very mm -hmm. exciting one today yeah, having a good support system is really important because it feeds back into how you think about yourself and how you perceive mm -hmm. the community around you. So without further ado, I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. So let's get right into it. Welcome to the boardroom, bosses. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, though, welcome to the boardroom and today's topic of conversation, which is all about your personal board of advisors. Rianne and I were thinking about, you know, our whole premise of the podcast is being the CEO of your life. Mm -hmm. And one role that a CEO plays is establishing their board of advisors and who their team is and creating success and good trajectory in their career. So, we thought this is so relatable to life. So today yes. we're talking about what is a personal board of advisors and just a good discussion on, you know, what's the point of it and mm -hmm. who's on our board. And for the non-corporate girlies, we are not asking you to literally go out, start a business and have your board of advisors. This is simply an analogy, a fun play on words, a fun discussion about why you should build a good support system and the type mm -hmm. of people that you should have. So Ellie and I were thinking that like the board of advisors is like the people that you go to in your life for specific things, meaning that like, you know, everyone needs a good support system, but it can sometimes be a little challenging to identify who those people are and what role they really play in your life. And 
I think for like young adults like Ellie and I, like 20 somethings, people maybe who are transitioning into different paths, different careers, sometimes it's difficult to understand who to go to for different things. And it's always good to reflect and think about who are those people that you have in your life that's going to support you in whatever endeavor you're on, as well as build you up in the best way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that's a great way to explain a board of advisors for yourself and like Rian said, in your career, in personal life. And I think one thing that I really think of when I think about what is a board of advisors for yourself personally, and I guess also in business, is people in your life who have specific skills, viewpoints, or perspectives, or even strengths Mm -hmm. that you admire. So it's not just a group of people that are in the same industry as you or in the same path of life as you, but a really diverse set of skills, strengths, perspectives that overall help you to grow and and expand as a person. Yes. Yeah, that's totally true because that diversity piece is so key. You, I feel like when you are 20-something, especially right out of college, you're close to your friends and you're close to your college friends or whoever you spend the most time with. But when you think about who's going to support you in your goals and trying to get you to that spot, you want to have different people, like Ellie said, with different backgrounds and different expertise to help you get there. Mm -hmm. Just like in a board of advisors or your advisory board where you have, let's say, like the treasurer You have the person who is in charge of um, vision planning. You have the person that's in charge of event planning or that oversees finances. You know, like all of those specific types of expertise that plays into Mm -hmm. your overall life. And when I think of how it applies to my life, I think about, okay, I have my mentor that I go to for specific specific career planning things and even though my mom my family is really a good support system I don't necessarily go to them for career planning because it's like they just don't have that sort of background to give me good advice and information that I need yes regardless they'll be supportive but sometimes it's like I'm looking for a little more than support Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. definitely and I think that's a huge thing too is when you are thinking about who's your personal board of advisors is the different different areas of people where you have people who know you personally maybe you have people who know you in a career aspect you have you have people who you want their opinion and mm-hmm. they will give it to you I think that's a huge thing. But yeah. I'm curious, have you ever done an exercise? I know, you know, when we're planning for the podcast, thinking about what our board of advisors may look like, but I'm just curious, have you had a time where you have kind of thought about it or visualized this before? I I mean, like, I I don't know if I've necessarily visualized it, Or no, I've definitely visualized it, but like not written out on a piece of paper like this person Mm -hmm. is my like my treasurer or this person is in charge of like vision planning, you know, that sort of thing. It's more of like I have my favorites in my list of people to call on my phone. And I Mm -hmm. feel like when certain things happen or when there are certain triggering events in my life, I'm just like, okay, I know who exactly to call. 
if something happened at work that I need to talk about, like I call this person specifically. If someone, if I just need to rant about life and I've had a long day, then I dial up my boyfriend, you know, like I think of that as like a good perception or like a good like example of how you can see your board of directors Mm -hmm. or advisory board. That's a really a good point. I think that's very similar to your circle of influence too of yes. the people you surround yourself with. And I remember in college, so my senior year in college, I was a career guide where I helped students with mock interviews and resume building and overall career preparedness. And for our training as career guides, we actually did an exercise where we had a sheet of paper that was a big conference room table with like 10 chairs surrounding the conference room table and you're at the head of the table. And I thought that was a really cool way to visualize board of advisors of who are, and it doesn't have to be 10, but who's at your table? Mm. Who are people that you want on your team, I guess, to help you expand, to help you make decisions, people you turn to where you want their advice. Yeah. And um, I think they could be people too who you don't know. Like maybe it's an author you really like or a podcast, a financial podcast or something like that where mm-hmm. you can almost seek that external advice in a way. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought that was a really interesting visual of – who's at my table. And I think that's a great way, like you said, too, with the favorites list on yeah. your phone and your, on your contacts. Like, yeah, who's on the people dial. you turn to? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, I feel like that's a really powerful exercise. And it's definitely something we should do for the pod because, hello, we are bosses here. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. But yeah. serious, serious about the board of directors visualizing exercise. I think that's really cool. And what what I thought about when you were talking about that is, like, who is going to be in your corner as well as, like, those people. Oh, Ellie, you talked about, like, maybe it's someone who is, like, someone who you just gain expertise from, like your author or someone on the podcast. I think another part of that is, is that, like, if you want to take it one step further, it's someone that you have really engaging conversations with mm-hmm. or someone that, like, you can bounce ideas off of without any judgment like that without judgment part, Mm -hmm. like really emphasizing that because you don't want to go to someone that is going to project their own like ideas or project their own opinions onto what you are trying to do. You want someone that's going to like support you a hundred percent. Um, but also they, you don't want someone to like just feed you false hope or false Mm -hmm. optimism um, like you want someone that's going to be also very candid with what you're telling mm-hmm. them so then they can tell you like that's a bad idea you should do something else <laughs> because sometimes Definitely. you need that <laughs> for sure I think that's a really good point and um, it's almost like tough love in a way yeah where it's people who want the best for you and will help you get to your best self but I know you kind of had the analogy of you know your treasurer and you have your CFO and mm-hmm. marketing officer, financial officer. And obviously when it ties into personal life, it's not as um, structured yeah, or rigid. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and strict with that. But I'm just curious of, you know, what are some things to look for in 
having, when people think about who's on my board, yeah. do you have any tips or things in your personal board that you look for? Yeah. Kind of went through that exercise. Oh my gosh. I think I had a, I had such a good conversation with my boyfriend Malik about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think what it really stems down to is I have a a couple of analogies that I'm going to play with. So bear with me here. It's just, it's how my mind works and I just love thinking about it in this way. So breaking it down and visualizing it for you, I feel like for me, I value, I like the quote that says, I rather, I would rather have four quarters over 100 pennies, meaning that I would rather have four or like fewer quality friendships or fewer quality relationships in my life rather than many very surface level or shallow relationships or acquaintances that I can't really turn to for advice. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like a really powerful analogy to think about when you are looking at who is in your corner and who supports you. Because if you do have 100 pennies, like that might be perfectly fine for you. You like being that person that has a lot of acquaintances. But it's it goes back to digging deeper and reflecting on like who can you have those really tough conversations with and who's going to give you candid advice. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing that I think about when you are selecting your board of advisors. The second thing I think about is an analogy. If you like picture like a fire or like if you picture a campfire, for me, someone who when I think about who is going to be my best support system is who is going to make my internal flame burn the brightest. So mm. Who's going to help me kindle that fire? Meaning like, what are the people that are going to help like put the little sticks and like the newspaper to help maintain the fire and like put the logs on it when when your fire is burning a little low, right? Who's going to give you the encouragement? Who's going to give you the support and the warmth that you need to keep that fire going? And for me, that's like my family. Those mm-hmm. are the people that I turn to. Is my boyfriend is like the people around me who I have really good close conversations with that help me maintain my internal flame and help me do my best. And on the other side, there are the people who who are those people that are necessary not necessarily going to maintain your fire, but actually like make you lose control of it. Like literally, who's gonna pour gas on your fire? Like who is gaslighting you? Right. <laughs> and like Those are the people that maybe take up a lot of your time, who might take up a lot of your energy, and it doesn't feel good when you leave a conversation with them. And those are sometimes the toughest relationships to have because it's hard to walk away from, right? Mm -hmm. I know for like the people pleasers out there, you want to be able to like pour into everybody. You want to give everything to people, but it's tough when you can't pour that energy back into yourself and they're literally making your flame burn out of control. Mm -hmm. So that's what I think about, like, the fire analogy. Like, when you have your internal flame, you want to protect it. You want to do everything you can to keep it going. You want to maintain it. So who are the people that are going to take care of your flame? And who are the people that are gonna, going to mm-hmm. make it out of control? Mm-hmm. I love that analogy. And I feel like that's very similar to what I was thinking, too, of who to look for on a board of advisors. Mm-hmm. And... You know, in preparation, I was kind of reading about um, just the board of advisors thing in general, especially doing this, like I mentioned, in college, having this exercise. That was the last time, senior year of college was the last time I really was thinking about 
who's on my board and literally on a sheet of paper wrote names in each chair around the conference room table. Yeah. And in preparation for this podcast, I was like, man, I haven't really intentionally thought about this since senior year, which is years ago where you have different people in your life. You're in a different place in your life. So I think your, your board can obviously change, but I was reading an article that was very similar to what you just said with your your flame and your fire. And it talked about takers, givers, and matchers. Mm. So there's, you know, three different types of energies. And I think, so for example, takers are really self-focused and help others um, strategically. So if they get benefit from helping someone, they'll do it. Givers, on the other hand, they, they enjoy giving and it doesn't, they cheer you on and they tend to be someone who isn't evaluating what other people can give them, but they genuinely want to help pour into you and give and cheer you on. And matchers are people that kind of have an equal balance of giving and getting and think, you know, when they help others, they protect themselves by seeking um, something for their, I don't know, equal reciprocity, I guess. Yeah. So Anyway, reading that, I thought that's really interesting and finding people who are givers in your life. And like you said, just with the flame where they have a really great power of keeping your flame, sparking your flame. They cheer you on. They're a giver in your life. You feel like you talk to them and you feel, even though there might be tough conversations, you feel happy, fulfilled. I know we've both talked about we're each other's expanders yes. where we'll have a conversation and we're like, oh, that was so great. Yeah. And so maybe your board's not someone who you talk to them and you feel negative or you feel emotionally drained or like you said, mm-hmm. they're, the fire is kind of crazy. So I think it that's a really great analogy and something that I found too in, in my Google search of, of board advisory is just looking for those givers, those people that cheer you on. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. I think that is such a good way to like look at it. Like takers, givers, and matchers. Like matchers Mm -hmm. are the people that like you want to surround yourself with as well because it's like those are the people that you're going to grow alongside of. Mm -hmm. And I think like on the flip side, Ellie, like when we're taking, when we're thinking about like, okay, who are our own board of advisors, it like sparked a, idea or like a conversation topic in my mind of like how do we see ourselves in other people's Mm. boards right Mm -hmm. of course it's like you don't want to assert yourself into other people's quote-unquote boards like you know like everyone needs to pick their own support system but sometimes I feel like it's good to reflect on how your own actions are being reflected on by your friends right Mm -hmm. so it's like what are what are some things that you think that we could do to First of all, be able to like we talked about, we can like select our own board of advisors, but how can we also like be that person for our support mm-hmm. system? Yeah, I think that's a really great thing to point out and focus on is how you and obviously you want to be authentic. You want to be mm-hmm. altruistic. You don't want to be like um not yourself in how you treat other people. But if you find yourself as someone who aligns with someone who's cheering on your friends and 
you know, whenever they have an idea, not just knocking it down. I don't know. I feel like that could be more of a taker energy. And I think that's such a good point of how can we, if you strive to be, and if it aligns with who you are, how can we be givers in mm-hmm. people we care about lives and on their boards? And I think, um, brings up a good point of like, obviously we don't insert ourselves into people's boards, but I think there are people where you can ask, like, if you want, you can be like, Hey, you have a place on my board. Like you can tell them explicitly for me. I don't, it's all just in my head and on paper. I don't tell people they're on my board, but I think people can take and run with that. However they want of how can you be a good board member for someone you know, obviously if you are on their quote unquote board or not, and also um, ex- expressing that to others. Cause I think that's also an honor if someone tells you that you're on their board. Right. Yeah, totally. It would be very honorable if someone was like, Hey, I see you in my corner and I see you as a part of my support mm-hmm. system, you know, like, like, ah, <laughs> but also I think that comes from action too. Like mm-hmm. when you know that like someone, when you have supported someone in some way and like they, do stick around in your life and they make it very apparent that you are an important part of their life then it's like okay yeah like keep keep doing what you're doing but also like ask them ask them what they need sometimes I feel like for me personally I forget about checking in with people you know Mm -hmm. like we just get so busy in our day-to-day jobs with our lives with the podcast with everything else we have going on it's like oh yeah I need I need to like check in I need to check in on my support system Mm -hmm. like I need to send a simple message to say I love you and like I'm thinking about you mm-hmm. and it goes a long way it really does um and I think like that that's how you keep those relationships alive mm-hmm. definitely I think that's a really good point of checking in on others and obviously checking in on yourself too yes yeah you don't really want to like just give your energy to like whoever you meet out there it's really hard when you want to have a social life and just like keep like giving out to everybody like going back to what I was talking about with the like the 100 pennies or the four quarters analogy like you only have mm-hmm. so much to give so like how you choose to spend your energy is I think like so important to think about mm-hmm. um you want even though you want to be a giver yourself and give to other people you can't you can't pour from it from an mm-hmm. empty cup like you can't you need to like preserve your energy and once it's overflowing then you can share that with others mm-hmm. definitely for sure and I think these are all really good points and it's kind of silly thinking about like, like oh my board of advisors it's so formal sounding but yeah, it's like, a really great exercise mm-hmm. it truly is so yeah like what if you're saying like what is the point of all of this like what why are we taking this analogy and running with it like what does a board of advisors mean I think like for me and I want to hear your thoughts too Ellie because it's like if you look at any running corporation or organization in general, like we said in the beginning, CEOs have their own board of advisors. Why? Because they simply can't make those decisions themselves. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it is totally okay to ask for help. I think that is the biggest point of all of this. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Asking for help. And there are so many life decisions that we make you know what if if you're younger what school are you going to or maybe you're not continuing your education and you're going straight into the workforce what job will you have am I going to move should I move where will I move I'm thinking of a career change 
oh, I'm thinking about getting married. There are so many decisions in life. And like you said, it's a an, an amazing thing to have a support system where we can't put all of that on ourselves and to have that stress all on your shoulders. So to have a trusted group of people to turn to for advice, helping you make decisions, big life choices. I think the key is trusted people that have your best interest in mind. But I think doing this exercise and thinking about who's on your board is awesome for when you do have a time in life where you might be struggling, you might need help, you might need advice, and you know exactly who your key people are that are influential people in your life and in your decisions. Mm-hmm. True. And, and not just, I know this is, I tend to be like an oversharer. I'm very, <laughs> I feel like I'm very open and sometimes I need to think like, I don't need to share this with every single person I meet, you know? Mm. So having for big moments in your life, um, just having those key people that you know to turn to and to have that intentional reflection yeah. to know who they are is very helpful. Mm. Yeah, that's that's true. And it's okay to overshare. We <laughs> yeah. are on a podcast overall. <laughs> that's true. I feel like you have to be open to yeah. yeah. <laughs> but have, yes, I totally get what you mean. Like you can't just like word vomit on everybody you come across. Like yeah. you need to like conserve some of that energy for you to like talk to certain people because at the same time it's like when you repeat a story for like the 17th time it's like you physically don't want to talk about it anymore Mm -hmm. so yeah four pennies or a hundred or four quarters or a hundred pennies right that's a great analogy i love that yeah thank you thank you um i can't take credit for it i don't remember where i saw it though but run with it it's such a good analogy Mm -hmm. um i think another good point to talk about is the fact that your board is not permanent. Yes. There are terms that advisors serve for. Like mm-hmm. on any advisory board, there are terms, meaning that there is a time where people retire, step down from boards simply because like they their term is up or they don't have the ideas to contribute that you need anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, that's also a very freeing thought to be able to say, okay, you did me well and I still appreciate you. I still love you, but you are no longer needed for this type mm-hmm. of advice and expertise. Mm-hmm. That is such a good point that, and to not feel sad or guilt or shame in that, I think mm-hmm. too, and realizing that doesn't mean they're gone from your life. It just means maybe, like you said, their their term in that specific position is up and you yeah. found someone who is a great resource. Yes. But you make that decision. Yes. You are the boss. You make that decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. That's a really good, a really good thing to think about. And one thing I was thinking about too in this whole conversation is we we can think about people who are close to us in proximity, who are kind of sphere of influences, and maybe we realize we're not around expanders or givers or people that we feel, uh, I don't know, I guess like, oh, they're going to give me good advice yeah. or I, I trust that they have my best intentions in mind. And so it made me think about 
how do we find people who can be mm. on our board? How do we find people that we can really turn to for something like being on our board of advisors? Yeah, that can be tough, like especially moving to a new place or if you're starting mm-hmm. a new job. It's like you sometimes you don't know who to turn to. I guess my best advice is start small. You don't need to have all 10 or 12 or five of your advisors all in one place. You can have one person that you really trust that you can bounce ideas off of and keep building and expanding from there. Um, And I guess like continue to challenge yourself to put yourself into those spaces to meet new people. Um, Ellie and I, before pressing record on this episode, we're just talking about how we went to two different little clubs or met people at coffee shops this morning to grow our circle and to grow to meet new people because like if you if you don't do that then sometimes you just don't know who's going to be out there and who has Mm -hmm. that information to support you so yeah start small Mm -hmm. and I think you don't need to put so much pressure behind it especially when you are um, simply looking for people to support you Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's really good advice and in finding those people and I think Oh, what is the saying where it's like you are the sum of the five or six mm-hmm. closest people around you? Yeah, I actually have I, that written down. Yeah, I think that is such a huge thing that is sometimes very overlooked yes. of how your closest people and your environment really do factor into your energy, your motivations, things like that. And I think yeah. Seeking out environments that if you're looking to expand, seeking out environments that are cohesive with that. Um, Rianne and I, a few weeks ago, went to an awesome connection call. I think with Evermi and Co., Kelsey with Evermi and Co., Conscious Connections, and met a ton of incredible women who we were – it was just a space where we could kind of talk about like – growing together and we had just met that night yeah and talked about over zoom. growth yeah over zoom yeah. it's all virtual talked about growth things we're struggling with and even though we had just met virtually one time I felt like just those incredible women we met were, were people that I knew I could turn to for certain things perhaps and I would happily support them in whatever way I could. So I think putting yourself in those environments or situations where you can find people who fill your cup, who expand you, help you uh, figure what what you're looking for, really. Yeah, right. I Yeah, I love the saying that like you are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with. Like I think about it as like a mosaic of all of the pieces that you pick up from people Mm -hmm. and like conscious connection was so good because it was just like wow I now have like a new circle of people that like I could potentially reach out to you know like it was so comforting and so therapeutic Mm -hmm. and for anybody that is listening out there that's saying like I just I don't have time to put myself in those spaces like that's okay like like we said you can work with what you got and it's good to take time to reflect who is around you who Mm -hmm. are those five people because those can be your biggest influences like I think about in college when like when my roommate would talk like she you know there's like a specific type of slang like Gen Z and millennials have a certain type of slang like if you say like that slaps that means like oh that's really good you know like I never said that slaps before and she said it all the time and then a week later I started saying that slaps 
<laughs> it was like, okay, you know, you just like pick stuff up along the way that I'm trying to say, like, you don't consciously realize. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to think about what you are picking up from those people mm-hmm. that you surround yourself with. Like if you're trying to grow your career, if you're trying to grow your goals and um, really move, like leave a part of yourself behind and move towards another direction. If you're still surrounding yourself with people that are in the past of your your past identity, like maybe they like to go out all the time on weeknights, but they, you know, like don't wake up that early and they feel sluggish throughout the day and they want to go out again that next night. It could be fun. It could be great, but it might not align with what and who you want to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good to reflect mm-hmm. on. Definitely. And your environment is a huge factor. And I know that people are more people can be influenced easier or harder based on their environment I feel like I'm someone who's easily influenced by my environment if I'm in an environment with like roommates with healthy habits like going to the gym things like that like both my roommates um I feel like have inspired me to lead like really good habits because they do and I know that I just I don't know, I pick up the habits around me sometimes, which can be a blessing and a curse. But I think being aware of that is a good thing. So you can, like I said, kind of figure out your environment and see mm-hmm. what what works best for you. But yeah, that is kind of a crazy thing to think about is you are you are the sum of the people you are around the most. Yeah. But it's super true. cool too. It's true. I love it. This was like such a like fulfilling episode to talk about. And I already knew it was going to be when we were creating the outline. It really like it gets me going when talking about the people that I surround myself with and the people who have my back because it's just mm-hmm. like like it's cozy. It's very comforting to think about that. And and I'm very grateful to have those people that I can call on mm-hmm. for specific expertise for specific situations and I hope you take the time to reflect on that and see who is in your corner because I think like that's a very important part of your life and how you make your decisions Mm -hmm. definitely and I think feeling too and in doing this exercise um not thinking like oh my gosh they all need to be my best friend Mm -hmm. or maybe you're not super close with your family, things like that. It really could be anybody. It could be a podcaster. It could be an author. It could be a friend who you might not have talked to in a few months, but you really admire them and someone that you really look up to as a role model. It can be anybody um, who you really want to surround yourself with and yeah. like to take their advice. So yeah. yeah, definitely do the exercise. It's it's really fun to to sit down and think about and um, I think it's it's a uh, almost a gratitude exercise too. It is. Where you said yeah. you're you know you're so grateful for your support system. So it's a fun mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah, you don't need to know these people. You don't need to have known them forever. Like mm-hmm. your board members don't need to be your five childhood best friends who you all grew yeah. up with. Because exactly. if you grew up with them, you probably know that they're probably a lot different than who they were when you guys were playing together when you were thirteen mm-hmm. years old, right? So sometimes it's like they served. Like I said advisors serve a certain term and when that term is up like that's okay they can still be in your life but they just might not be able to support you in the way that you need Mm -hmm. yeah I love that that's so true 
Um, well, should we wrap with our affirmation for today? Yeah, good stuff, Ellie. I love this. I hope you guys take something away from this, or I not just you guys, but I hope everyone takes something away from this and think about who your board of directors are. If you don't want to draw the picture, just simply like think about it, brainstorm about it, and like mm-hmm. see if see if like when you're writing down your goals, like see really reflect on if they're trying to like get you to that point. So yes. yes, okay. Be bosses, be the people. No, not be the people. Be bosses and have good people to be on your board to support mm-hmm. you the best way that you can. And Ellie, you want to take it away with our affirmation for the day? Yes. I love today's affirmation. I think it is so perfect for the message that we're talking about today. And you are the CEO. So you determine where you want to go from here. So today's affirmation is, I surround myself with people who bring out the best in me. Love. Love it. Love Love love, it so much. Heart emoji, circle, circle emoji, (laughs) heart (laughs) emoji, like the one with the hand, like that specific one. Um, yeah, surround, surround yourself with the best people bosses because you need that in your life and you deserve Mm -hmm. to have good people in your life. Yes. And it's up to you, which is exciting who, who you want to surround yourself with, but thank you all so much for joining us for today's conversation. And thank you for, for meeting us in the boardroom today. It was was so fun. Board meeting adjourned. Yes. (laughs) Boom. Whatever the. Oh yeah. We need a gavel. (laughs) A gavel. That's what it is. But anyway, thank you all so much for joining us. We've had such a blast the last few episodes being able to chat together and to have your support and be bosses together. So if you want to continue the conversation, keep hanging out, keep chatting, you can follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook group. Our Instagram is at Be Your Own Boss Podcast and our Facebook group is Be Your Own Boss Podcast Community, where we like to continue the discussions, ask for your opinions, chat some advice, fun place to be. And hopefully we'll see you on socials. Yes, see you on socials. And our community is growing. So thank you guys so much. We love seeing all the followers that come in. And the best part about what we get to do is share our message as well as continue to build this community. So if you found this episode to be amazing and that you really want to share it with your support system and share it with your board, go ahead and copy this link, share it with someone, send it to your mom, send it to your friends, because that's how we get the most exposure for our podcast. And make sure if you want to say something nice, leave a kind word or have any ideas, we love to hear your feedback. So whichever streaming service you are currently listening on, leave us a feedback as well as follow our page or download this episode. Again, we thank you all for your support. We love you. We appreciate you. And that's a wrap for this episode, bosses. We'll see you next time. Bye.